Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. You're coming through. Oh, yeah, I'm coming in. You know, I've just been in the garden and, um, and, and Banksy was out there. You know, Banksy who follows me around. I know. Wherever I go outside or I'm in the garden, he, uh, he just follows me around. He's like a little, even though he's a cat, he's like a little guard he dog. He is like a little guard dog. But then <laughs> I was thinking, I'm not telling you a joke today. Oh. I, know, I know you love my jokes, don't you? Yeah, can you see the anticipation I've, honestly, on my I've face? Got a, I've got a really good one. You'll love this because... Anyway, let me just tell you. Yeah, cool. So, <laughs> I'll just tell you. Right, so, why did the scarecrow win an award? I have no idea. Because he was outstanding in his field. <laughs> we're the Speakmans and I'm Nick And I'm Eva and we're a married couple We're life change therapists, authors and therapists on television We're animal lovers, we've got a house full of fluffy cats yep. And we help people with a whole host of anxiety disorders Be that panic attacks, phobias, OCDs, PTSD etc Yep. So by hearing what others have overcome and our approach in helping them and a bit of our theory, we hope you'll feel able to make a change in your life too. So pull up a chair, get comfy, as this is Making the Change. Is that really clever joke or what? No, it's just rubbish. I think you really need to practice a little bit more. Having said that, there you go, you could become a comic and that would be all about change, which is what I wanted to talk about today. I wanted to talk about change because I think so many people think they are born to be negative or sad or anxious. We obviously know that's not true. Well, and what's also interesting is obviously people, you know, we, we talk about anxiety disorders, incredibly serious subject, but people don't know that we've got a, a great sense of humour and I've got some great jokes. Well, yeah. Well, well, I'm not so sure about about great jokes, but great sense of humor. No, I've, I think I think that's the thing, isn't it? Because, and we always say that the, the, what we do and the topic that we cover is incredibly serious. But um, I think laughter helps to dilute anxiety, and and it probably helps us because obviously, particularly when we're in clinic and we're hearing harrowing tales and stories that people share with us, um, which is obviously incredibly humbling when they leave us feeling great, sometimes carrying some of their, their pain, you've got to get rid of that through laughter. Yeah, so. anyway, change. I think that um, so many people, particularly speak to us, and I do find it a bit frustrating, really, that you meet people who believe 
that they can't change or that they've been born this particular way or, you know, they're too old to change. Do you know what? I think that we're led to believe, and, and just think of psychology, and one of the biggest debates in psychology is nature versus nurture. And if you believe that you are in any way genetically predisposed to be a certain way, then you think you've got to be with that way for life. But as we know, and for everything that we've done either over the years, that we know that behaviours are learned. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we've got to accept that things like your hair colour and, and your stature and that kind of thing, obviously, genetics plays a big part in there. But, yeah, I think that it make, it really saddens me that I think if you feel that you're genetically predisposed to be shy or to be phobic or to be anxious, you're going to live then why your should life. Then why should you even try? Exactly. Um, and that's where I think that what I've really enjoyed about what we do and our work is that we help people to see that it doesn't matter who you are, how old you are, what sort of background you, you come from, you can change. I mean, I think I'm an, a really good example of that. I mean, if you remember when we met, I was really shy, I, I barely spoke. I had... Yeah, it's funny. It's, it's, it's funny that we <laughs> even... That. How did we even strike up a conversation when you were so much like that? <laughs> I know, I know. And then, and then, what it, what, then look what happened. I got, I got with a speakman and I became one. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, there's no yeah, shame up now. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I've done justice to you, so I, I, I think my influence overdid it a bit, because yeah. sometimes I can't get a word in. Yeah, but honestly, if you think... I mean, let, look, let's look at us as people. So I started off that... We, I mean, we both sort of struggled with uh, public speaking, I'd say. Would you agree? Oh, yeah, t- a total, I had a total issue with public speaking, and that was because... Uh, and, and as you know, it's the most common thing that people suffer with if you've got a fear of public speaking. It's when you're in English class at school, everyone's reading, you know, you've got a book to read that you don't even want to read in the first place. Uh, and you read a paragraph out and you mispronounce things and the whole class laugh at you. And in that moment, you create this, if I speak to a group of people, I'm going to get laughed at and feel humiliated. And it's the worst thing ever. Awful. I mean, I think that humiliation is one of the biggest components to having a fear of public speaking, social phobia, glossophobia, that kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, if you if you look at, you know, obviously because of my conditioning, Polish family, it was very, everything was very dramatic. We were always taught to look for the worst and prepare for the worst just in case. And so my conditioning was very much always look for the worst case scenario and then hopefully you won't be disappointed. And I've got to say, and I know, and I know it's not just me because so many people that I speak to, particularly like our workshops and stuff, will say, but I don't want to tempt fate. Oh, good. And, that, and, either oh. that was so ridiculous when something really good happened to us and you got on and wait for something bad to happen now to counterbalance that because good things don't happen. And now I'm totally the other way in that I know that why shouldn't an abundance of good things happen? And then even when something that I would have previously... And I guess this is now my new learning and your influence, to be to be honest. So you do have your benefits. Uh, I'm glad that's I'm glad that's actually on tape here, right? because I'm going to cut that little section out and I'm going to play that back to you many times oh, in the future. Now I've got it. Yeah. So regret saying that. Yeah, but go but on. but yeah. but seriously, I think your positive influence on me was to always even to find a positive solution or a positive in every negative. And I suppose re- realistically, that is where our therapy has come into its own and why we have such a positive impact on changing people because what to some people has seemed like the absolute worst trauma they could have possibly gone through 
helping people to see things in a better way is how we've helped to release them from those past anxieties. I was just thinking that when we got together and because of your, you know, the fact that you always looked at the negative and something bad was going to happen and, you know, and even more so if something good happens, what we started doing, which helped to change your mindset, was looking at okay, if something bad does happen, what's the positive? Now, I know there's a generally accepted statement, everything happens for a reason. I actually don't believe that. I just think that things just happen and there's not a reason behind them. Some good things happen, bad things happen and we've got no control of that. However, if a bad thing happens, we can go, right, okay, could have done without this, wish this didn't happen, but how could I look at it in a better way? And that's a far better way of living your life than going, everything happens for a reason. Because if you, if you accept everything happens for a reason, then you accept that you're not in control. But- and, and, and I want to live my life in control. So if something goes wrong, then I want to say, right, okay, what potentially is the good that's come out of that? But I do think that's probably where we've been really lucky in that we've, because it's the two of us. So when we decided, I mean, we've been together, what, 29 years, which is a really long time. And, and I remember Just that. I think it's going to be 30 years next year. I know, yeah. I know. That is such a long time. But if you remember that first holiday and we sat down and went, right, okay, what do we want out of our life? And we decided to look at what negative thoughts we were having. And where I'm, where I'm saying that we were lucky is because we were able to say to each other, look, you've just said something really negative there. Find something positive out of it. And we made it into a game and it became really fun. And what we've done is we've created positive habits. And I think that that's what we, we need to understand is that we've got to take responsibility of our life and go, okay, I accept that this is how it was, but I can change. And I've got to accept responsibility of making that change. So I think that's really important. I, I think... I think a lot of people, obviously we're talking, you know, you can literally dramatically totally change your life. Yeah. Without quoting loads of people out, but there's so many people in the world who've dramatically changed their life from one thing to another. Dare I say, you know, if you think of the the, the richest man in the world currently, which is Jeff Bezos, I've seen photographs of him with a shopping trolley going around um, bookstores and picking books and then obviously putting them on Amazon and delivering them. But what what I was saying, you know, he's gone from being in a garage to being the richest man in the world and now saying he will be the first ever trillionaire, which is incredible. But using that, just as that, I mean, that's a, a massive change. We lose sight of the fact that we make changes every single day in our life. And if you're making a change, a little change, you can make a big change. You know, so you might just suddenly, because I, as you know, my favourite cup of tea is peppermint tea, which just while we're on that point, it's looking a bit... A bit low, that. I could do in the other one, so... I've got some hang on. You can have, but you right. can have a swig of mine. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, Glad we're both drinking the same thing. Thank you. Um, well, I've actually got two cups because I've got my, my coffee and almond milk yeah. here and my peppermint tea. So the change is, you know, obviously I... In my household, when I was brought up, it was just like the builder's tea. And then I realised that how, you know, don't have dairy because there's all sorts of reasons, which I'm sure we'll talk about in the future, that's not great for you. But I got onto peppermint tea and that was a like a radical change. And we're all making changes like that all the time. You might, it might be the, the you go to a different supermarket, for example. It might be that you go to a different hairdresser. It might be that you decide to get up early. But, you know, it might be that you're in a relationship and you go, this isn't working, I'm going to change that. We're changing all the time, and I think people lose sight of that. And I think that what, as well, I think why we we might fear change is because we don't appreciate that it doesn't have to be a radical change, because one degree of change today will constitute to, like, a a humongous change in the future. You know, it's just one degree today as time moves on that that one degree becomes bigger and bigger but I think one of the um, the things that holds people back isn't just themselves but it's the people that they have in their life 
Um, and I think that's been a, a significant component to us because, again, when we went through our change, we made a decision that we wanted good people in our lives. So uh, I love that we kind of came up with our our system of let's like segregate people into three. So um, we've got our supporters, which are the people that always stand by us. We've got our igniters that make us feel great. And then you've got those draggers. Now, I know that we went through our mobile phone and, and, I, and I've got to say that was... That was so significant, going through our mobile phone and putting Dragger in front of anybody, that when we saw their name come up on our phone and made us think like, oh. And everyone's got, obviously we talk about these at our workshops, but whenever we mention Draggers at the workshops, you can just see, literally <laughs> yeah. everyone in the room, yeah. because we've got the mobile phone test, your phone's ringing, you run to the phone to pick it up just before it stops ringing, and you go, oh. <sighs> When you see the name, you know, and it's always like if somebody's name alone can make you feel so deflated, why do you want them in your life? And what are they like when you're actually with them? And I know that the next thing that people default to is, but what if the family and the truth is? Most of them are. Well, you wouldn't. Because you can't choose them. Well, and you wouldn't put up, you wouldn't tolerate draggers necess- in, 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 you know, by choice. So your draggers are always going to be the people that you either work with or family members. But obviously the things that we've done to assist that. So, you know, obviously if you can distance them, that's great. If not, you've got to change how you deal with them. I mean, I love my dad's, that example with my dad was just, so funny. I mean, I literally, my dad is just so, he is so negative. And I remember... You know, I'm keeping quiet here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but he would, I'd ring him and I'd be like, hey, dad, how are you? And he'd be like, I'm living to die. I'm just living to die. And oh my God, I mean, that absolutely, it was like the Dementor from Harry Potter. I'd feel like every little bit of energy was drained out of me as I'd be going, giving him everything I had. Oh, but dad, the sun's shining. You woke up this morning. And I'd give him like all these positives and come off the phone feeling like absolute crap. But in fairness, again, going back to change your life, you've got to accept responsibility. It was my fault because I'd be ringing my dad and I'd be feeding it. So obviously he was being negative and in response for his or in return for that negativity, he was getting rewarded with confirmation that I cared because I was going, oh, but dad, you know, the, it's, it's such an amazing day and you've got a roof over your head and you've got food in your belly and you've probably got a glass of beer or vodka in front of you. And, like, and I'd give him all that. Um, and so I was feeding that behaviour. So literally, the minute I made that, I, I accepted responsibility for that and thought, right, okay, here we go. I'm going to change how I deal with you. And I changed it then to, I'd ring him and I'd go, hi, dad, how you doing? And he'd go, I'm living to die. I'm just living to die. But with a very accent, of course, because yeah. he's from the north. I would respond with... Well, good luck with that. Let me tell you what I've been doing. And then I've been going, well, Olivia's done this and Hunter's done that. We had an amazing time at the lake and we went out on the bikes. And I just bombarded him with positivity. And literally, I mean, what did it take? Two calls. And now he's absolutely amazing with me and he's upbeat. Still a miserable sod with everybody else, but, you know, but, but, but good but with Eva, me. But Eva, that is the power that we all have. We have. And, and, and we don't realise that we've got this power of, of choice. And, and, and one thing that, you know, we are, as I said, we always say to people that, you know, if you're struggling with something in your life, give yourself a break because, and a lot of people don't seem to know this, that the human brain is not designed to make us happy. It's designed to for survival. It's designed to keep us alive and keep us safe. And this is why people get anxiety disorders because they've been put in a situation, they felt threatened, they felt humiliated. And as a result of that, they've set up a protection mechanism. So if you want happiness in your life and you want to make a change in your life, you've got to start practicing being happy and realising you've got a power to actually make that change. And I believe that we've all got 
infinite potential. You know, when we first met and we had that that game saying, well, okay, something bad's happened. How can we turn that into a positive? Uh, and, and what we would do, if you remember, I'd come up with something, then you'd come up with something, okay. and we'd d- debate who's, who's got the better positive on, on you know, on the, on the negative. And that was just been... I mean, like, like, you know, like the modern world, how, how things progress. I feel like we've kind of got that. You know, like where we went from having to use a telephone with those numbers that you would zip round on that dial in a round circle. Yeah. And I remember being so excited when we got our first moment Phone. Push button oh, phone. Oh, didn't you feel like really? Yeah. And, oh, and what about when you got a phone upstairs? Did you ever have an upstairs phone? Don't tell no. me. Did. <gasps> no, I didn't. You see, but that just shows because you're really prehistoric compared to me. So I had a more modern way of living. I'm ignoring that as well, obviously. <laughs> Um, but this new thing that we've got is kind of like that progression from that phone with that circular dial that took forever to like the latest smartphone. And that is just two words. So when the worst happens, all you have to put at the end of it is but luckily. So like we've got we've got things going on like with the coronavirus and, and that is really awful. But you can go, but luckily we've got a healthcare system, but luckily we've got scientists and doctors working on it. But luckily we've got family and friends to support us. Um, the, but luckily, you know, just adding those it's two great. words, that is the best thing for change. The last time it rained, as you know, it rained in. As into our roof. Into our, yeah, yeah but, it, I mean, it rained. It, it rained in. We were sat watching TV. It was raining. It was like, what's that dripping? Literally, and literally my hair dripping. Was so <laughs> and we were sat yeah. watching. I well, know. I didn't want to say, but you know, I wonder why it started dripping on on you. <laughs> You know, obviously the sun that. follows me around, doesn't it? But but anyway, so so it's dripping off. on you. So we had to move <laughs> the sofa. We had to get a bowl. You know, it's dripping in a bowl. But luckily, today we've had uh, someone come out and fix the roof. And but luckily, yes. the reason that our roof is dodgy is because we live in an eight hundred year old house, which. I love, I love the fact that it's got history. I love our home. Uh, but anyway, I'm going to read an email to you, Nick, yeah. um, that I haven't yet read to you. And ju- it's just, uh, the reason I wanted to read this to you, by the way, is because, um, talking about change... Has this got some relevance about... No, it has, it has, it has, it has. So um, it was an email that came through, and I didn't, I've not, I've not yet had a chance to share it with you, yet, but I, it is very typical of the kind of messages and emails that we get. So uh, it says, Dear Nick and Eva, I've suffered with anxiety and panic attacks for as long as I can remember. We hear that a lot, don't yep. we? Yep. Uh, and at 68 years of age, I'm guessing I'm just going to have to live with it. Again, we hear that a lot. Uh, but I wanted to ask whether you have any techniques to help me face the world when I absolutely have to. Thank you for your help. Um, so this is a lady who suffers with anxiety and panic attacks, has done for 68 years, and she's not even asking to get better. She's asking for something just to ease the symptoms. Well, um, for, for, as you know, my go-to for anyone making the life better is gratitude. Because it's very easy and we adapt so quickly to to new situations. Taking stock of the amazing things that we have in our life really puts things into perspective. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? 
Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive & June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive & June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. So what we, as you know, what we do, and uh, I think it's one of the best things ever, we, we've got a snooze button on our alarm and when the alarm goes off, I get out of bed, I hit the snooze button. That gives me seven minutes to think about every single thing I'm grateful for in my life. And I start off and I've got this thing that I've got my, the things that I, I'm always grateful for. And then as my life changes, I've got more things that I put in there. Uh, so I start off, believe it or not, with you. You know, and I always say, and people think, oh, you know, I always get a, like a nice response to this when I mentioned at the workshops. If I had another hour in the day, I would spend it with you. Oh, uh, but it's true, it, but it's true. It? Oh, <laughs> that was unexpected. <laughs> right. The next thing that I'm grateful for is all our animals. Oh, because, yeah, they are just the best, aren't they? Um, and you, I've got to say that, I mean, you've so converted me because I was a total and utter dog person. Like, that's I mean, very I have, interesting that people are either a dog or a cat yeah, person, but, I mean, aren't they? As, grew, as, as well, because, of, again, conditioning. Grew up with dogs, you know, bred, my mum my bred chihuahuas. So now I ended up with six cats. I've got to say, oh, my God, I absolutely adore them. I mean, they are just my babies now. But even our spiders, you know, I, I like them. And our, and our Sanjay, our scorpion. and Just interesting point that you come up with there about we are either a cat or a dog person. And even though I literally love all animals, I would prefer cats. And, and you say initially you would prefer dogs. And it is a conditioning, uh, you know, and, and I'd like people to understand that because in the same way when... You know, if you ask uh, a, a young lad or a young girl what football team they support, 99 times out of 100, they will support the same team that their dad did. Yeah, but then you can and, look at your accent. You know, why do you have the accent that you do? Because you're copying your parents. And that's why so many people might have a negative attitude. It's not because you're negative. It's because you've copied that, that attitude. You know, why, you know why, why are you anxious? Because you might have copied that anxiety. I mean, how many people do we meet who have never had an interaction, negative interaction with a spider, but 
I've now got a fear of spiders. So many. So, so many. Um, but again, go, going right back to when I said about the nature versus nurture debate, so many people have said to us, look, I suffer with depression and it's genetic because my mum suffered with depression and my grandma suffered with depression and her, and her grandma did. You know, like, yeah, so it, it must be in our genes. You know, and I always said, well, actually, but just like you had the same accent, you've copied that depressive behaviour. Do you remember when we what? talked earlier today with the kids about you and your northern accent and there's those words that you say, grandma. Grandma, is, is that one of them words? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I one know. of those words. It's, it, you know, it's really strange that since uh, since we've been in lockdown and I've not spoken to people from different areas and I, I seem to be getting more northern, right, don't northern, I? Yeah, northern what love. the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll make some <laughs> bread and dripping and for tea. Um, but yeah, so going back to change and going back to anxiety and panic attacks. Um, I remember one of our words workshops and we talked about this and someone came to me and said nick uh can i ask you gratitude i love that do i need to do it every day and i said but you're trying to condition a behavior here you're trying to condition the fact that you're grateful for your life you're grateful for things in it and i said in the same way i said uh, do you shower every day and they looked at me and i said well and they said no obviously well you know Maybe not every day, but but most days. And I said, well, it's the same thing. You've got to create the habit. You know, you've got to uh, got to do it every day. Absolutely, yeah. And that is important that you can't expect to, like I say, because the brain's not designed to to make you happy. It's designed to protect you. So just like having good programs in a computer, you've got to put the good programs in by taking action, doing and, stuff. And because it's designed to protect us, it's constantly looking for danger. And that danger is usually something that's that's negative. Whereas what we're saying is like shift your mindset. Look at all this happy stuff and don't look you know we, we live in you know we we don't live in a dangerous world no that's what i was going to say though because we've evolved so because there aren't those dangers like there were um sort of like hundreds of years ago what we now seem to be, to be attaching and this is the issue now with anxiety and panic attacks is that we're attaching it not just to danger but also to what felt traumatic to us so that trauma can be just thinking about being fearful it can be watching a film I mean how many people do we help um, who've got a phobia for example of a shark and going in the ocean because they watch Jaws so it's what's traumatic to them and you know it could be embarrassment I'm going to say that's one of the best films ever for you know you've got the the two biggest (laughs) films that created phobias for people Jaws and it. Yeah, clowns, definitely. Yeah, because, uh, and what was what was great about those films, not for someone who's got a phobia from it, but uh, to, to create, as, as we obviously cure people from uh, who have phobias, to actually create a phobia, you want to get someone in, in a heightened state of emotion. Hang on, hang on, stop. You're not giving what? people tips to give people with people phobias. Oh, right? should I not? <laughs> yeah, I'm just, but, but I'm just saying, reel but, it in. Yeah, but if you understand how you got it, you understand how to get over it, you know, and it's the fact that with Jaws, they had to put in this dramatic music with uh, John Williams. You can tell all of the film, uh, and there's this dramatic music score that that replicated a heartbeat and got you in yeah. that. Yeah, and got you in that state of fear, and then it showed you the shark. Yeah. Or going back to whether you know, no matter what the issue, ultimately you've got to backtrack it. I mean, all we do in therapy is we're kind of like detectives because we know that everything's a symptom. So whether that's fears, phobias, OCDs, panic attacks, post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety, obsessive compulsive disorder, confidence issues, um, issues around public speaking, um, overeating, undereating, all those things are symptoms, and there's always a cause like it's always something behind it and the best thing to do is to write a timeline and write a timeline 
of all the things that you can recall in your life, good and bad. So you've got you've got your, your positive on one side and negative on the other. And it's looking through that negative, the negative list, you know, the things that you felt traumatized by, the things that upset you, the times that you were bullied, the times that you thought that you were really scared. And it's addressing those things and changing your perspective on those. I mean, an example of that and talking about change, um, I think is, 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 is Angie McCartney. Obviously, um, Paul McCartney's stepmom, we worked with her on a TV show. Uh, we, we actually knew her. We've known her for a few years, haven't we, Andy? Yeah, we got introduced to her oh, many years ago, actually. Yeah. Uh, and just coincidentally, when we were filming out in LA... Um, and, and and she mentioned that, you know, she'd be up for, she really would like our help with a, with a fear of water. We're like, why have you never said this to us before? But yeah, I mean, her, her phobia, 83 years. And most people... It's really interesting because one of the most common things that we get said to us is, I'd love for you to help me. However, I think it's too deep-rooted. Deep it's the most ridiculous statement ever. And the thing is, once you believe that, then that's it, you're stuck. You can't yeah. change. Uh, but what I loved about Angie was um, it says she'd, she'd had this fear for over 80 was, years. I think it was pretty sure it was 83 years. I mean, she was, I think she when we treated her, she was about 87. But, um, but what I loved about it, uh, seeing Angie, I mean, firstly... Uh, being in um, in California anyway, and, and, and the weather, weather was amazing. But going in Angie's house and the Beatles memorabilia that she had and the stories that she had were really incredible. And I, I remember saying to her, okay, so how have you managed with this for so long? And she said, Nick, I've just, I've never swam anywhere. I've avoided, uh, we've got friends with swimming pools. Don't go near, you've got swimming pools in the houses. Never go any, never near them. And she said, and one thing that I, and I said, have you got any regrets? And she said, the one thing that I really regret is I remember when the Beatles made the film, uh, I think it was Help. Uh, They filmed it in Hawaii, I think she said. And the four of them come out of the sea at the beginning. Uh, and she said that everyone was there watching it and she was in a trailer watching it on a monitor. Uh, but anyway, but obviously all we did with those, we understood when it happened. So with her, we just looked back to the root of where did this come from? And it stemmed from, if I, she, I remember her saying that her brother, she was at the at the beach with her brother. She was Southport, at, I think. Was it Southport? I mean, I, I was, absolutely. Yeah. She's just such a laugh. She's brilliant. Uh, for a lady in her in her, in her eights, I think she's nearly 90, going on to 90 now, because it was a few years ago that we helped her. Uh, I, she just got a wicked sense of humor. So anyway, you were saying, so, so, yeah, so essentially... She's on the beach uh, with with a brother. A brother dig the, dug this hole, and then the and covered then, it in the blankets uh, and then and then the water uh, came in it. And she, you know, was chasing down the oh, beach. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, yes, yes, yes. And it filled with water. And it filled with water. And he wanted to fall in the hole. He don't, I don't think he knew it was going to fill with water. But anyway, she fell in the hole uh, and thought she was going to drown. And in that moment of thinking, you know, I'm going to drown, uh, and the way our brain works, she, she looks for the cause. Because what her brain in that moment says, if I survive this... I will protect you from it from it in the future. And essentially, she blamed the water. So now water was a big problem for the rest of her life. And all we had to do was, so we located the fa- the start of it. And then, and obviously water created anxiety and panic attacks in her. But what we did was we changed her perception of that event. And actually, I mean, one of our biggest things, isn't it, is that we say so often to people is, look, see it for, for what it was and not how it felt. So at the time, as a three-year-old, it felt terrifying, and it felt like she was going to drown. And water is something that's going to kill you. And and it, the irony of this, I don't know if you remember bringing it up, she's, she's actually got a range of teas called 
Mrs. Yeah, Mrs. McCartney's Mrs. McCartney's teas. teas and all like, but how you know what's the main component of drinking a cup of tea? It's water, yeah, absolutely. You know, so uh, and once you realise, then we said, well, who? actually, who caused this problem? Um, and it sat with her for a while, and she said, "His brother." Yeah. And, yeah. then, and then the next thing I know, you're in a swimming pool with your with That's your little right, yeah. with your little budgie smugglers on with a, with an yeah. eighty plus year old lady <laughs> telling you to flex your muscles. I know, yeah, yeah. And then uh, and then and then actually, when when I was in the pool with Angie, she was saying to you, "Right here, we're going. You can go on now. Know, leave us. I know. Leave she's, us to she's it." Yeah. So funny. She's so she's funny. funny yeah. But it just lovely. shows you that you know our thoughts create our feelings, uh, and if you change your thoughts for the better, then you can change your feelings for the better, and ultimately, anybody can change. And that's the thing, you know, and, and, and let's not lose sight. We're changing constantly, but to change, Eva, you want to know, one of the, the starting point is find out what you want. You know, have a clear, defined, you know, get, get, a, get a pad, get a pen and write down the things that you want to change in your, in your life. That's a starting point. So you can tell you're old because but, I'd, I'd go straight to my iPad. You, yeah, obviously. Old yeah. school. Oh, old school. Pen, paper, all that kind Even of... Even I've got a quill. <laughs> But you need to know what you want first, but please be assured you can change anything. Totally, totally. We'll be back next week, but in the meantime, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to this right now. And do leave us a rating and a review, or get in touch with us on our Facebook, The Speakman's Official, on our Instagram, at The Speakman's, or our Twitter, the underscore Speakman's. And if there's something that you'd like our help with, uh, perhaps you want to share a big change you've made in your life, we'd absolutely love to hear from you. Do make sure that you give us the hashtag making the change and we will do our very best to help you on this podcast. Thank you to our producer, Anushka Tate for Orion Publishing Limited and of course to you for listening. So until next time, keep making the change. Bye. Bye. This podcast is not a substitute for medical or psychological intervention, nor is the content intended to replace therapy or medical help or advice. We would therefore always strongly encourage you to speak with your doctor or health professional about how you are feeling and also to inquire about counselling or therapy. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.